this is YA40. Okay. Oh, we YA40. Because that comes after 39. Yeah. See, I was confused about but, that. But is that before 41? See, then? a lot of people think cases. that. But it's actually also before 42. So it just kind of depends on the way you look at it. Mm, okay. That's deep. All right. I'm 14 and this is deep. <laughs> uh, just a quick plug here, guys. We have... Uh, we got, Sponsored? We got a... We... Um, we did get a new follower on Instagram. Oh, check out YAA, YAA Com Rewatch on Instagram. Um, we got some cool couple new posts and some more, some more rolling out. So, some more new <laughs> posts because that's what you do on the social media. Yeah, and then uh, on the Instagram. Yeah, my my paramour followed us on Instagram last night. <laughs> my lover the band paramore oh. <laughs> i would <laughs> your partner follow us Haley. but oh <laughs> uh, we'll get the guy from scorpion and terminator 2 to follow us before yes. we roll it back oh uh, but yeah check us out on that um we have a uh twitter that i'm actually gonna change the name pretty soon but you know yeah, yeah. i let that twitter kind of fall by the wayside that's my bad oh that's all good that's all good honestly wait we had a twitter account yeah <laughs> I think I was the only follower. We had a let's see, but yeah, back to back to our our main main course right here. Why a number four? Do we got economics of marine biology and history of dance? History of dance. All right, a man and a woman. <laughs> Ugh, painful. I'm doing a push up challenge right now, so I'm gonna pop out five real quick, and then uh, no, you're not. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I'm doing like a. Is I'm trying like to every hour, or do you just forget to do them this morning? I forgot to do them this morning. I need to catch up. I'm trying to do 100 a day for like the rest of the month, and then it's like the start first week of July. Okay, so, so we just go pause the pod, and all all three of us do five push-ups. I mean, you can join me if you guys want to. I just I told I I, I uh, told Sam I would because like um, for like her Taylor Swift concert, it's it's a thing. But okay. um, right, but well, let's get on the floor right now and. Uh, Pop out these push-ups. And then we can uh yeah, go to our A pluses. Okay. Or yeah, okay. Or you think can talk about them while we do them, and I can talk about them while you do them. A plus number one. You start grunts in the back. Yeah. Yeah. My class yeah. was also <laughs> blows. Yeah. Sleep like nickel for every time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. Keep going, this is gonna be a clip. <laughs> Rolling, keep rolling. Come on. Hey, you know what they say? TikTok is the is the future. I, I feel like I see so many different like uh, people talking about like advertising for TikTok, and now it's like you just got you got to have like the punchy like piece of piece of media that you can blow up and have a, a clip show kind of kind of thing. Soundbite that works there. Instagram reels. It's all about the short. You know, Vine was the thing. You know, we have short attention spans. Kids these days, they just can't pay attention. So you got to do it short, six seconds. Well, even think about the trailers now because it's all like, oh, the trailer starts Bing! in five. And then the trailer starts. Right. Like you came in, like literally a mini movie has to have a mini movie before right. they le- you learn about the movie. I think I really hate that in a lot of trailers, you can tell that they're chopping up the dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where it's, it's very unnatural delivery. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I know what you're doing right there. And just because of that, I'm not going to go watch your movie. I was going to say they did it with Spider-Verse real hard because there's this one line where you think a guy says it here and it's literally just spliced because it's an animation. So all the mouth movements are really mm-hmm. vertical. So you, well, it's Spider-Man, right. so you can't really see what he's saying anyway. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> he's very intelligent. Yeah. For his... So well-spoken. <laughs> uh, Do you have at least one parent who's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're half... Yeah. Oh, uh, jeez. Okay. Um, but yeah, on tank pluses. Um, I didn't have much for this one. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, the library computers are pro- probably pre Windows ninety five. Like uh, would have been in the computer lab whenever we were in elementary school. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, because like that's something. I mean, they've had little pictures of like the library, the computer section of the library before, mm-hmm. and I just never looked at them. Like, oh my goodness, those are. Yeah, like the, the computer that Britta makes the picture old timey. Yeah, you know, like is that I didn't I guess I didn't pay attention to that one, but it probably is like a Windows box with Windows Vista on it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, jeez, and then and a uh, space pinball on it, 3D space. Pinball. Hey, don't dis- disrespect this. I'm not. Pinball. I'm just saying it's probably gonna have it on. <laughs> and then uh, Dean has this line: 
drives kicks with your scarf for them and put, and put your back into it. Like Drive his kicks for them? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get this uh, whale of a, a guy they uh, oh, money for. That's why it's called Economics and Marine Biology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He's a whale. He's a financial He's, whale. Not, don't call not him a, a whale. Not a He's just large-boned. True. true. <laughs> Which also, like, side note, who is that guy? Archie? He is... Is he an actor? He's Archie. Yeah. Famous? He's like a, just a very consistent side character in a lot of stuff, or like character actor I've seen. Kind of like a new age character actor, pretty much. Like the like the character actor, Margaret. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't recognize him, but I was just like, is it supposed to be a famous? Like it was this guy in a movie at this time that was famous, and mm-hmm. so he's like, mm-hmm. that's that guy from the Project thing. X or something, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> that feels like a movie he definitely would have been in. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't think he was, but yeah, he's kind of like a poor man, Seth Rogen. Time I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's he plays <laughs> like the at the resort they go to in Hot Tub Time Machine. He's like the funny. He was a security guard that like made a joke to Kim Jong. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is Kim Jong in Hot Tub? No, he's in uh, what's the, the Hangover. Hangover. Yeah. I get those yeah. two confused. Wasn't there? What was the one Paul? Was it just called Paul, Paul? Blart? No, the alien Paul. Oh, that was the was one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my name is Paul. <laughs> my name is Ro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always love the Dean like. Gets into the whole like ragging on Britta, like in the Glee episode no. where he's like, Oh, Britta's in this, or in this episode, he has like, a, Oh, Britta. I can't remember what it actually I wrote it down. I don't remember the so situation. Yeah, like, oh, now you have morals, or now you are high roading. <clears throat> well, see, like, even the dean who likes the seven, you know, he's like, mm-hmm. He loves them, mm-hmm. but even he kind of like gets annoyed by Britta, I guess. He's not very impartial with her. Uh, and then like when Magnitude gets kicked out, you know, the dean's like, You're never to say pop pop again. And Annie's like leading Magnitude out, not pop. Yeah, and his face just like, oh, magnitude. It breaks mm-hmm. my heart to see it. It's so sad. It is. Let's get this. I was up not up all night workshopping new catchphrases. <laughs> I I thought there were some pretty fun bits in here. I loved the uh the the opening bit where the dean was like, if you want to have the other leading chip brand, by all means go ahead. And and Troy's like, oh, Splingles? Not this guy. <laughs> and and I don't know. The, just the whole like let's potato chips thing is really yeah. funny to me. Mm-hmm. He does the whole like I I uh who so, somebody tries to grab his chips. Is it is it Britta? He's like, you know what they say in the commercial? Get your damn hands off my lips. Because it's it would have been so easy for them to like do a bit on like the you know the crunchy flavorful goodness of Doritos 3D. Like yeah, they could have <laughs> had a, a product placement. Um, but they just went well because with- they use a real brand. They they mentioned like we talked about Subway before we talked about before the pod right like how that's just like the typical selling out for branding mm-hmm. it's like they've used real brands before right maybe they couldn't get Lay's to or maybe, maybe. in there yeah. I mean I don't know Frito Lay's was everything so it'd be kind of surprising if they didn't want but um because then the commercial at the end uh where Britta and Troy are watching on his laptop and he's like so you really are gonna eat Splingles and yeah they're the healthy chip they have thirty percent less fat than all the other chips. <laughs> And Troy's like, you know, I think I have a headache. You should go home. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I like whenever they're trying to get, you know, Archie to to join Greendale. And uh, he's like, you're going to check out our Mountain Dew cool zone, splash zone. And he turns to Annie. He's like, G- go get a tent, write Mountain Dew on it, make it look awesome. And he's just kind of like <laughs> passing, um, you know, passing response there. As somebody who, you know, allegedly works in college administration, you guys probably don't know that about me. Um. You also don't know what I studied in college, but it's it's <laughs> it's honestly really funny to see like excuse me that the the way they try to get Archie to join Greendale because he's got money like that's exactly what real college recruitment is like. <laughs> like there have been so many times where like we'll get a memo like oh hey like by the way this student like his grandpa is a you know a famous alumni of Northwest or sorry of the college that we uh, allegedly worked at went to Northwestern <laughs> in, uh, in Illinois Chicago. Um, or, you know, the, the things that you tell students that are like, they're kind of true, but they're also kind of not like, mm-hmm. yeah, check out this food hall. It's open from 7 a.m. to midnight. You can go in whenever you want. Right? It's open forever. forever right? <laughs> and granted, they're only going to have like, you know, stale pepperoni pizza and like some soggy fries by the, you know, two in the afternoon, but it's going to be open quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So it's really funny that that, like in some, in some respects, that is legitimately how college recruitment goes. I mean, that's marketing in a, to a T though, right? I mean, you're never given the whole truth. I mean, yeah, you know? yeah, for sure, but, but yeah, 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 because um, the other the other part too is with the PEE storyline with Troy and Shirley, um, and the whole idea of like I teach physical education, may may teachers how to physically physically educate, 
what he he just you know he goes on the whole rant or whatever and just the whole verbiage of like pee is an entirely different you're teaching pe teachers how to teach pe and like as somebody who also went through education programs in college like that's also exactly how they go it's like we are teaching you how to teach young people and it's all about forming relationships with them and and it's all about you know you're you're gotta be the their their mentor and it's just the like don't take yourself too seriously right like we, <laughs> we all know that everybody in here is gonna teach for about four years they're gonna get burnt out and they're gonna go open an etsy shop because they don't know how else to hack it so like <laughs> sir this is a two o'clock tuesday thursday class <laughs> i'm seeing you for 50 minutes yeah right? let's be real here but with pearson uh jeff in the, the barber shop is talking about like oh yeah there's some exquisite topless tribal shots uh in the national geographic <laughs> there's something about a breast that's never been touched by a white man's hand <laughs> and yeah pierce would be the one to say that honestly mm-hmm. doesn't like, he have a similar line at the end of the episode where it's like there's something that's something about a uh, it's, he's not talking about like breasts he's talking about something else at the very end when jeff comes back and like, you know what's what i understood golf yeah yeah, I think it's something like there's it's like I, about, I I belong to like 13 different clubs and I just do it to hit on the waitresses. Yeah, there's something about a waitress that's never, I don't know. He he makes a comment. It's something like nationality. I can't remember what the line is, but he kind of makes like another controversial remark about like women of a certain background. I guess. But well, then he also talks about like Italians develop nimble fingers from pleasing their mistresses. <laughs> Jeff's like, well, those are two different stereotypes I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> and then towards the end of the episode, whenever they're trying to throw the big party for Archie. And, uh, you know, the Dean's trying to, like, get everything synchronized up. And he's just, he has this line, he's like, send in the horse. And then all, like, <laughs> the bikini models come in. And it's, it's a very Dean Pelton way to say it. Say it. Very succinct. Mm-hmm. Right. Send in the horse. Because then, uh, at the, you know, at the climax of that scene, sorry, climax. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but happy ending. I mean, that, oh, my gosh. <laughs> the big blowout. Uh <laughs> But, you know, Magnitude says pop, pop. And Archie's like, I want that to be my thing. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's so like every eight-year-old younger cousin thing to say, like, I want that. I want that to be mine. I want that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the dean is like, you, you never, Magnitude, you never say pop, pop. Ever. You never say pop, pop. <laughs> you never say pop, pop. Not. <laughs> and I don't know How about you guys. I don't like, I think the ending is a little too kumbaya, where Archie's like, you know what? Everybody's always been sucking up to me because my dad's loaded. And I, yeah, I sunk that jet ski. Like, the reason that he comes to Greendale is because, like, somebody stood up to him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's... Yeah, I don't buy it. Eh. Like, I, it's it's a fun ending, for sure, and it's heartwarming. But well, like, then we never see him again, really. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, did he actually come to the college? Right. Because then they also have financial troubles anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But you're right. I feel like that would have been kind of fun, like, in another random episode in season four or season five, just, like, have him, like, oh, hey, Archie's in our... yeah. Ladder's class, like yeah, or like he's in one of the paintball episodes later on, or something, maybe. Yeah, you know? something like yeah. that. Um, and I think like too. I wonder about this because I was talking to I was talking to somebody about this earlier. <laughs> Your lover? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh. But like we were talking about how you know how like like rich people will do like those African safaris where it's like not only do you like do like the safari part but like you like live with like a tribe for like three days like really experience like africa or whatever it's like like that's (laughs) like people people think that like oh rich people are like oh no one's ever pushed back to me wow i feel like a real person it's like when you're at that like when you're there like yeah you want to feel that but in a curated way like yeah like like it's very safe like until it actually starts becoming real exactly like a simulation not like Oh man, I'm a regular. I'm like a regular guy. It's like that's not how. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like whenever like the Kardashians will work at like Taco Bell for half of a day. And like now I understand what's really like. Yeah, to be poor. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, like yeah, you, you don't have the stresses or... off the floor because you can't afford another one. Like yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. You didn't work a. You didn't work three straight shifts at Taco Bell, followed by going home to eat some ramen. <laughs> right. yeah, because you couldn't afford the food yeah. you make at Taco Bell. Yeah, while watching Pluto TV because you can't afford a cable. Like now, <laughs> <laughs> precisely. <laughs> Um, so in terms of like a diorama question that I had, uh, what do you remember most about choosing college? And so I'm thinking of this, like from whenever, like you were in high school and you first started like looking into schools, like what made you choose college, but also like what was like the funniest thing maybe, or like the most like, huh, weird thing that you remember, like even up to like whenever you got to the school, like what was, Mm -hmm. what do you remember most about it? 
I think about so I had a like very bipolar high school experience in terms of like my academics like the my my freshman and sophomore year I was horrible at like I was horrible at school on purpose because I don't I don't like school I, I didn't try like I just did put the effort towards like it Miles Morales yeah dude are you Spider Man <laughs> you can say it right now I'm God I'm just busy okay <laughs> see you guys later I promise yeah. <laughs> But my junior and senior year, like, I realized, like, okay, like, if I'm going to go to college, I'm going to do something with my life. Like, I do need to, like, actually at least get decent grades to get there. So, right. So, like, actually, you know, put an effort and, like, starting getting A's and stuff like that. And I remember, like, now I'm a little insulted, but I got, like, this, uh, like, this newsletter from, like, Cornell in uh, Connecticut to, like, I think it's Connecticut. But. Um, just ask Andy as like, but as like a, you know, multicultural student, <laughs> so like that. Diverse we don't watch you for your grades. We want you because you're black. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'll take it. And like, <laughs> and I, I remember like, like dreaming about like, cause I, I mean, I knew like, oh wow, Cornell's one of the eight Ivy, Ivy league schools. And like, that'd be pretty cool. And like, I have some family up there. It's so like, maybe that could be like part of my future and stuff like that. And like, um, you know, ultimately I didn't end up going there and, and I, and I, and that was my choice. Is <laughs> <laughs> that because Cornell sent me a rejection letter or anything like that? Yeah. I'm not really upset about it. <laughs> but, um, I remember, but yeah, ultimately with, with the college I did choose, I chose it because it was like a month and a half before school was starting. I, I didn't know where I was going to go. And I knew some people who were going to, um, you know, uh what's it called college university college university <laughs> school and uh the at the college that um i went to like they offered like a free laptop and free laundry for freshmen so i was like and and like they took care of your books like you just had to rent your books and stuff like that from them and i was like that sounds awesome so so if any of our listeners are looking to attend college at a four year university um somewhere in the midwest <laughs> um let us know Choose green. <laughs> You're part of the family now. I don't know. I don't really remember, like, the college decision process from high school for me. Because I got I, for me, like, I knew there was kind of like three schools that I were planning on going to, and they were all within the state we live in, Sub-Saharan Isla. Yep. Uh, <laughs> one of them, let's call them, uh, let's call Shmishery it Schmishkern. Let's call it, uh, you know, Yuleville, w- Wizu, yeah. Wizoo. You know, <laughs> and I like go tigers. That's like when um like NCAA football would like put in the fake names for players. <laughs> Flip flea blow. <laughs> uh, um there was like so there was a big school and then like two smaller schools. And one of them was the one that I ended up going to that we all went to, and then another one, let's call it uh Western State. Um <laughs> like so like the big school, I for pretty quickly I was like I don't want to go to big school. Like I, I feel like mm. I'm going to get lost. I don't really. I you know, came from a small town. Plus all of like the there's a bunch of protests and stuff going on whenever you were making that choice. Oh too. yeah. But also it's kind of a mess of the school. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. Also, um, like I kind of ruled that one out. Um, basically was, just chose on where all the hotties were going. So definitely all not the bodies. Yeah. Were going <laughs> the <here>. bodies. <laughs> the horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I I toured the other two smaller schools, and I remember. Specifically, I don't remember much about the tour of the school that we all went to. Honestly, I don't remember. I, it was a good tour. I just don't remember mm-hmm. much of it. But I, when I went to Western State, uh, the tour, I just remember thinking like, this school is very like 1950s, 60s. Like it just felt so old. Mm-hmm. Buildings felt old. It the just people felt old. People felt and like, I don't know. Like when I went this, like none of the students that were there because I went on a weekday. Um, like none of the students that were there really just like seemed excited. Like they didn't look that's excited. And it's like, that's kind of sad when you walk by and they all look like they're dead. I right, mean, that's yeah. college. I mean, most most col- yeah. But like, they didn't look like they really were happy to be there. And I'm like, granted, this is like close to the end of the school year. So I kind of get it. Like maybe they're just burnt out. But when, I, when we went to also the other one to Northwestern Community College, uh, <laughs> where we all went, uh, like I went on a Saturday and there were still students on campus. Like, Obviously, like the recruiters that worked there, but there were still like students just on that were there living there, and they seemed a lot more like lively. Mm-hmm. And I just remember thinking, like, this college, I can tell that the buildings are also still older, like, they're not new buildings necessarily, but like, mm-hmm. they, it felt like updated. more upkept and more updated, you it know, more modern. Musty. Um, and that's not why I picked 
school specifically, but I just remember like the night and day difference between the two, and they're only like they're forty minutes apart from each other. These mm-hmm. two schools are, and Western State tries to pretend like it's like the same level as like Northwestern. It ain't. And it ain't. It's not. You know, and they're just completely different schools, and so um, I don't know. It's it's just funny to look back and like think how totally different they were, and like the tours, and like how I could feel like. Yeah, I don't feel much, like I'm not going here. Like I don't. This would be <laughs> Screw you guys. It feels like a prison, honestly. Tell, you know? tell that to the recruiter who's yeah. talking to you at the end of the day. I'm not going here. <laughs> I remember because um, Western State and Northwestern Community College uh, are like historically kind of rivals because they're so close to each other. And I remember we were talking to a family that visited us, and they had visited Western State before, like the day before. And they're like, "Yeah, do you guys realize that they like Loki have a vendetta against you, like actively?" They said that whenever the family went into like the visitor center of Western State, the mascot, they had a statue of the mascot and it had a, a plushie of our mascot in its mouth. Like, Whoa. and and we, I was like, well, hey, you just look at the receipts. Like last time, <laughs> last fifteen time we played them in any sport, we kicked their butt. So like, I mean, it's sort of like they're our younger cousin and they're trying to like you know mm. mouth off to us. We're like, well, hey, in twenty years we're still gonna be around. You guys are gonna be closed down. So like, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> And it's funny because I know people from Western State, and they're all actively trying to leave working there. So like, it, it's kind of <laughs> funny. It's like, hey, we're looking, we're we're hiring. So anytime you want to, you know, we're just gonna make you guys our satellite campus one of these days, <laughs> probably. Um, in Northwestern Community College South, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> English Memorial, and then after the Portuguese, Spanish-speaking Portuguese uh, trader who's looking for a fountain of youth cure for syphilis. Um, I di- I didn't have a normal college choice experience, and I it's kind of hard for me to explain that to people. Because like my junior year, I was observing Ethan trying to choose a school, um, and you know high school is just a cluster for me. Um, I remember st- I started to get like mailings from schools, you know, like in, like it was like, addressed to me, um, which is a huge breach of people's personal data. But you know we're not going to get into that. <laughs> and there were a lot of schools that I had never heard of, like there was like a Culver Stockton, there was. Um, I think like Park, um, you know, th- th- these these aren't the real names of them by any means. <laughs> um, but I was just, I was almost like offended that like you, because one of them, one of them was, okay, and this is the real name, it's State Fair Community College, because it's the city that the state fair in our state is. And I was like, so do you guys take class like on the fairgrounds? Is that what happens? <laughs> and what do you learn about being a clown? <laughs> <laughs> Frying food? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's stalled sheep like, yeah. <laughs> and and so like i kind of judged some of the schools off of like the quality of their like you know pamphlets and stuff um it, it kind of seems unfair but at the same time but, like it's right valid. like you you're yeah. you're trying to recruit like you're you're marketing to me so yeah. we make this stuff good and uh there there were a couple of like bigger schools and i didn't even i didn't really know like geography at the time because i was only from you know allegedly Sub-Saharan Iowa. <laughs> so I really only knew like sub-Sub-Saharan Iowa because we were a little farther <laughs> south than that. And so I knew about Western State. I ba- I vaguely knew about Northwestern Community College. Um, I didn't know about the college named after the president from our state. I didn't know mm-hmm. about the college where the kangaroos are the mascot. I didn't choose them specifically because the, the mascot was the kangaroos. <laughs> There's also a school I chose specifically. I didn't choose specifically because they were the gorillas. And I was like, that's a stupid mascot. Like, I'm sorry, Mm. but like, I don't ever want to be known as like, oh yeah, the fighting gorillas. Like, you know, yeah. Um, It's a little too like create a team. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Circa, circa like 2K 2007, right? Yeah. Sounds like, yeah, sounds like the fake NBA 2K logos they put in there. (laughs) For a little dunk in the basket. (laughs) Cause like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a little bit of like, not dignity, maybe. With your mascot, but like I don't see that with like, oh yeah, we're the red and gold gorillas. Like we're the only one in the mm-hmm. country that have that as our mascot. Um, but it's like I hear what you're saying because it's like you know the Wisconsin Badgers. It's like there's not a lot of like that's that's a specific it, thing to them, or right. like the Florida the, State Seminoles, specific, right? Or like, the, the Sooners, yeah, like the Oklahoma Sooners, like, like mm-hmm. the Texas Sooners. Oh, well, actually, I learned in my history. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like there, are, there are a million tigers. There are a million wild cats, tigers, eagles, eagles. And so I like hardcore dredger school if they're just like, where are the tigers? Because then there's a school that's like, where are the blue tigers? Like, at least you tried, <laughs> I guess. There's the Ichabods, you know, their school. There are the Lopers. Yep. Kinda, kinda Midwest cool. has some really odd 
specifically Zips. division two midwest schools have some very <laughs> broad <laughs> uh choices mascot choices because then like you have like the hornets like that's that's pretty normal yeah um there's a school i chose i i did not choose specifically because they were the mules I thought that was a really mm. dumb name for a mascot. Yeah. They can't even breathe. Like <laughs> <laughs> sterile. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I I mean, like, we went like in high school, this college like had um the college that we 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 all went to, they had like choir contests, they had FFA contests, they had like camps. And so like I had been on the campus a couple times and I was like, Oh yeah, I kinda like this, and it feels really big compared to being from a town of like fifteen hundred people. Mm. Um there were a couple of like schools in Kansas City. Um, which was like, you know, 15 hours away from where we were, right? Like, <laughs> but they had like leadership conferences and all that stuff on campus too. So I, I kind of like those, but I also was like, I don't know if I want to go to Kansas City because I don't, I didn't, I didn't like Kansas City at the time. I don't know why. Um, so like I chose, I chose our school and I'm glad that I did, obviously, Good. because I still work there. Um, allegedly, allegedly, you can't prove that. Um, <laughs> so that, that was, that was kind of my, my diorama question. I feel like everybody gets to school different ways. I always, I don't pity transfer students. Like, I don't think less of them. But I'm like, what even is your life? Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I went to school in California for a couple of years and I didn't like it. So I moved to Kansas City and now I'm up here. Like, okay. Mm. Kind of feels like they're like the stepchild, you know? Yeah. Kind of. like, you're kind like my stepbrother. Like, you're not actually my brother. You're not actually a student here. Right. You're kind of. <laughs> you're academically adopted. <laughs> <laughs> the others. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, in terms of leading the class, I actually had uh, Annie. Just because she she had the, her best interest, like the best interest of the school in mind with Archie. And I think she realized sooner than everybody else, like, oh, we can't we can't lose out on Greendale. Like, you know, the dean has that big speech of like Greendale is Vicky. Greendale is magnitude saying pop pop. And so I think Annie was kind of the heart and soul of that uh, revelation there. Yeah, I said the dean for that reason, like that speech at the end. And I mean, he really just has like the most, I think memorable lines from this or i laughed the most at what he said but also that speech at the end of like yeah greendale's magnitude and greendale's never gonna stop being greendale is like the, if there was a trailer for this show that probably would be in the trailer for it greendale mm. is the best place on earth <laughs> meeting new people or me- meeting different people <laughs> stop <laughs> thinking <you're> different <laughs> i had abed just because i like the delta q's i think that's <laughs> Fun. We haven't even talked about the other side plots. I feel like there's four I, plots in this episode, right? Yeah. There's the dean trying to get Archie to come. There's Jeff and Pierce, which we kind of talked about at the mm-hmm. barbershop. There's Troy, Troy and, Shirley. and Shirley, and then there's Abed with Delta Cubes. Yeah. What are Troy and Shirley doing this one? I remember the, uh, education, education. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. Joey, you better quit that before I go in there and smack your bare ass. <laughs> yes. What's her last name? Shirley Bennett. Bennett? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Extra credit. I mean, I. Uh, I noticed that the PE teacher in this episode is still wearing short shorts. It's kind of a throwback to Coach Bogner from mm. the previous class. But also, like, what happened to Coach Bogner? Like, why didn't they bring him back? He died. Did he? I don't know. I've, I was curious if the actor actually died, but I figured there was a reason. Uh, just a fun callback. And then uh, we talked about Let's Potato Chips earlier. You mentioned the kind of the humor of them, like, not choosing a real brand. Not choosing a real brand. But Let's Potato Chips specifically has actually been in, like, other TV shows, like that brand. Huh. Oh. It, 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 honestly, it's probably just, like, a stock um like generic chips. for yeah kind of like uh what's the i don't mind i'm thinking something else um it's been in like brooklyn 99 the rest of development new girl sons of anarchy which i thought was interesting hmm. but and then cougar town which was um you know, abed probably would interesting there also was a subway bit in cougar town really with abed in it really abed was yeah he's in yeah. subway in, i'm pretty sure it's subway i know oh. i mean he was he did a cameo did i'm pretty cougar sure they were at subway or maybe i'm just maybe i'm just so um, yeah, Danny uh, Pewdie. My alleged wife and I finished um, what's it called Cougar Town. Cougar Town last month. So in season two, like midway through this, midway through that season, Danny Pewdie's in the background. He like, just like gets up and runs away, doesn't he? Like yeah, so he puts his pants. So he's <laughs> it's like uh, Courtney Cox and another character talking, and then like he's like a terrible extra because he's like really looking in their conversation, like and, like tr- like trying to like you know be an actor, right? And then he just runs and runs off and they mentioned like that's weird that guy just ran off and then it just cut to the conversation so i was like <laughs> well i'm pretty i'm pretty sure in the context like the showrunners of cougar town saw the the bit and community was like oh hey come on board like mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that was planned like, yeah, yeah it's yeah yeah for sure so yeah. have you watched cougar town no are you i mean would you recommend it is it pretty good like what's it what's it similar to 
I guess, or like another ABC sitcom. Yeah, that's fine. So it was written by the same guys that made um, Scrubs. And so like the first... Never seen Scrubs either. Yeah. So it, it's a good like... It's a good... Turn your brain off. Yeah, because that's what we used it for. Like we used it as like, okay, you know, we we're we're actually intensely watching this show, but like while we're eating or like it's Saturday yeah. afternoon, we don't really want to pay attention and which one's on our phone to relax. That'll be like a good background. It's a sound show. show, yeah. And so like it's a good background show. There are some good laughs in it. There's some heart. Like there's some good stuff in it. But we we appreciate it just as like a good background show. See, I feel like I have that. Like it was an ABC sitcom that was on for probably like two seasons. Sixties, really? Yeah. It was on for that long, it, but they—they, they, I'm not even sure if they made a. They, they barely probably barely probably got canceled. Couple were close to being canceled a couple of times. So yeah. like a short season, maybe mm-hmm. because it was like first two seasons are like twenty some episodes. Then it like it's like fifteen episodes. Yeah, episodes, fifteen, twelve, thirteen, fifteen, like something yeah. like that. I just so. have a weird like feeling about ABC sitcoms because like growing up, you'd see the advertisements and like, that show's gonna be on for like two months and it'd be right. done. Well, plus we, well, we also had really like protective parents are like you can't watch that show they said sex in it you can't watch it <laughs> and then it'd like come on like on a sunday evening and like you'd be flipping through the channels and you'd like stop on abc a little bit too long and be like what are you watching but also they had the word cougar in the title so maybe right mm-hmm. like, assume it was right because then they, they there's like well suburgatory was one on there yeah mm-hmm. there like was a corner gym um was jcb good christian bitch Oh, I don't. It had, ever, it had uh, Christian Channel within it. It was it was on for like a semester, a, a semester, a season. Um, Last Man Standing was like one of the few ABC ones that actually I thought were yeah. Good. It's it's like MAGA ABC. No, <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I liked it, but it got canceled because of... the cancel culture, the woke agenda, and it wasn't bowing down to. <laughs> Bow down. You got any extra credit, Christian? Um, just the. I mean, I think we already mentioned. Uh, I feel like it'd be fun for the Delta Cubes to come back for another episode. It Agreed. seems like they they could do a lot with that because there's not really any um, like r- long running plots of fraternities and sororities, which is a big part of college still. I mean, I meet a lot of students who were like, "Oh, you guys have those uh, those uh, fraternities and stuff, those frats on campus." So, like, a lot of people are still interested in it. So, I'm surprised that it uh, it it's not a bigger part of the show, but. I don't know about you guys. I I still have a weird feeling towards fraternities and sororities. Like I feel like they're supposed to be like this new like oh we're not like the ones that you've heard of before. Like we give back the community. We're phila- we philanthropize. <laughs> we we have a higher GPA and like philanthropy. philanthropy. We're all about service. Right. We're all about Building service. Right. The community. But, not bullying. Not bullying. <laughs> no. Right. But yeah. then I still feel like the majority of like you know. Yeah, like, alcohol poisoning, or like it's like because it was a bunch of like fraternity sort of people getting together. Yeah, no, so, and, sure. and and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, so are we just not saying the quiet part out loud? Am I misreading that? Like, yeah, when they say serving, they really mean serving drinks. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Philanthropy, free drinks. Community means darties. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's a tailgate. Right, right. So, so that's not just me. No, no, no. no. Okay, yeah, if, no. if anybody listening is in a fraternity sorority, I mean, you you can educate me. I just like I maybe because I wasn't in one. I don't know. Get it. Well, it's just it's like the I agree. In conclusion, Mark and Red, anything? You you, you want to start? Yeah, I guess I will. Yeah. <laughs> Since you uh, brought it up, I mean, you might as well keep talking. About it. <laughs> Do you guys have anything? To say? <laughs> no. Um. I like I I enjoyed this episode. Um. I think like as I. I for like this episode and like other ones I've seen, like just getting ready for the pod and stuff like that. Like season four has been not as much of a letdown as I as I thought it would be. Like I I, I was a little it's harsh. Almost like whenever people tell you what to think, you think it until you realize that you can think for yourself. Mm, precisely. Mm. I, I'd say I'd just give this one a six and a half. Not not terrible, but um, ready to ready to go, ready to keep going. I gave this episode an eight out of ten. Nice. Surprisingly, this is actually the lowest rated episode of the whole show. Even lower than the Smitty episode, this has the lowest rating on IMDb, hmm. and I'm shocked because I feel like this kind of feels like a classic season one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, really, the only nitpick I actually have with this, and I almost feel like they had too many plots. We mentioned there's like four different plots. Yeah, they're all pretty strong plots. I thought, I mean, like they, so like I almost wish they would have, like you mentioned the Delta Cubes. 
I kind of wish they would have saved that one for something else, like a different episode. It, yeah. Because there's so much they could have done with it. They kind of missed a lot there of potential. It could be a whole episode of like the Greendale 7 all trying to start their own student clubs. Exactly. Mm. Just like when you get Abed trying to be, you know, well, we have this, like, I think it's season one, season two, where like Troy is, or Abed's trying to like do like the typical college experience and he has like, yeah, the, yeah. you know, I can't, the robot. Robot. robot and like, people. yeah. And so like this kind of feels like an extension of that. And I think I probably said the same thing about episode. That episode is like, I wish we could see this extended out over more. Like they, it's more of like a background bit. Mm-hmm. It's not really so much of like an actual. There's a lot. They missed a lot of opportunities. I feel like with it, I guess. So I, as eight out of ten. I feel like really for season four, like it was probably one of the stronger ones. I I actually enjoyed it. Um, and I'm not sure why it gets so much hate. Like why it was it so surprised? It really is slowly because I mean there are other episodes in this season that are way worse than this. Oh, one. I agree. Like so, ones and some that are just like mm-hmm. annoying episodes. Yeah, you know, and yeah. like this one's not. It's not annoying. It's not. It's not um, offensive. It's not all. offensive. It doesn't talk down to you. It has some good jokes. Um, I, I don't know. I don't really understand. I don't know if it's just like one of those things where many people don't watch it. And so it just has a low rating because of like a low number of rating. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. weird, but I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I gave this um, just a straight up, you know, like local pinstripe pole barbershop you know, out of like supercuts or whatever. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even go to those bit. Like what's the best supercut, like haircut place. Like just knockouts for men. Yeah. Knockouts. Sports clips. Yeah. <laughs> Preserving sexism for years to come. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's because yeah, it's, it's a good episode. It gets, it, it gets the job done. I don't find anything. So I'm going to, yeah. I mean, I, I go here in, in town and you know, my hair gets cut and it, then it grows back and I get it cut again. So like it, you know, I don't think about it too much. I think of sport clips and like knockouts and those like men, you know, men. Like, it's like the hooters at barbershops. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> I feel like so many guys, like whenever I was a teenager, I was like, I don't want to go to a hair salon. That's gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> what am I? Almost. Mom, do guys go to hair salons or do guys go to barbershops? Because all, all dogs are cat boys and all cats are girls. Yeah. Like, all barbershops are for men. All hair salons are for women. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for her story of dance, it was okay for me. I, I didn't like it as much as I liked the marine biology one. Um, most I feel like most of the plot is Abed. I would mm. say most of it yeah. is, is made up of that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for like some of my A+, um, you know, his date, his Shirley's date for him makes a reference like, oh, we were taught that pop culture fictions were work of the devil. <laughs> and uh, Abed's like, well, if you're thinking about The Phantom Menace, then you were not right. And it's just, it's the cliche, like, you know, sheltered Christian kid, not allowed to watch not even Harry Star Potter, Wars, yeah, Harry Potter <laughs> Pokemon. Um, there's I I love going on YouTube and like listening to like YouTubers who weren't raised Christian talk about Christians reacting to Pokemon, and it's like <laughs> I can give you a whole nother insight to this that like it, it's it's so funny. Um, and then you know like having the pick me girl from Annie, like I just mm-hmm. asked you if you wanted to go dance into the balloon. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then at the end of the episode, whenever Abed gets caught by Shirley and Annie, um. She was like, and he was like, you know, like this is a serious matter. This is a serious, you know, real people get hurt in this instance. And then Troy's like walking past with a big stack of cups. He's like trying to like, yeah, you know, balance it. And <laughs> there's even a reverse shot of Abed like following him off screen, and he like looks back at mm-hmm. uh, Shirley and Annie. I thought that was a fun little little reference there. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Cat, the Annie's pick for Abed. Yeah, I feel like she's kind of the epitome of that early two thousands, uh, Eloso random culture. Yeah, and the other thing like bacon and mustaches were. You know, and like you'd have duct tape like tumbler, like right, yeah, duct tape wallets, yeah. That was like uh, what was that? What was a stupid cat that like people were obsessed nine with? Cat? Yeah, yeah, grumpy cat. Yeah, yeah, nine cat, nine cat with like the pop tart and the yeah rainbow. Yeah, I feel uh, Pierce being friends with Bernie Madoff thought was a fun bit. <laughs> yeah, and he's like he he's like has it been think, confirmed? Has this been confirmed? Yeah, it's like he doesn't actually realize, realize what Bernie did. Um, that was kind of I feel like it, the. I think that was actually a pretty good written joke. Cause I think the like the obvious joke would have been like Pierce was friends with Bernie and he was like part of the right, Ponzi no. scheme, you know. But, like the fact, fact that he, Pierce he, actually he got, got he got yeah scams. he got scammed too makes it just the more funny. I feel like that reminds me of I've seen Boy season three. Yeah, there's a there's a character in there who like apparently used to party with uh, Bill Cosby. He's like, man, Bill made some strong drinks. <laughs> what character is that? A uh, soldier boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Final A plus. Uh, whenever Sophie B. Hopkins appears, Britta's face, it got me. I was just kind of a wholesome moment. Um, kind of cute. See, I did. I thought Britta was annoying in this episode. I thought I thought Jeff was being a dick, and that's what that's what Pierce said. 
but I thought Britta was also being annoying too, which is kind of the point of like she refuses to know when she's beat. I kind of thought she was okay in this episode, but that's getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, like Jonathan, okay. you have any okay. plus? Is Cat a geek or a nerd? Because that's, that's more of an actual credit question, Jonathan. Oh, you're know, right. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, so let, I mean, let's talk about it. Like, what's, let's define the differences between those. I always saw geek as like a pop culture person, and nerd is more like an like a book smart person. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's that's what I that's what like based on the arbitrary definition I saw online somewhere. Like, and I like that makes sense. That okay? Because when I think about like kids in school, there were kids who like you know loved Pokemon or Magic the Gathering or whatever, mm-hmm. but like weren't necessarily like. Oh, actually, good students, right? They were and like you used to think those were like married, but like no, they're just sad people who like won't actually achieve anything in life. So it's like that. Yeah, I feel like okay, that's a geek. And then yeah, a nerd can be like yeah, I'm into like magic or you know I see that like, oh, I, or whatever. I, I, I'm but, into trigonometry, like the or but like yeah, like they're oh, they're they're very intellectually stimulated by like you mm-hmm. know worth worthwhile knowledge because like, like Henry Cavill like is a geek. He plays Warhammer. Mm, yeah. Warhammer 40k. <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like the, the terms get probably interchanged. Right. You know, because I, I mean, I, when I, I've heard, geek. I've heard Nord, Nerd, Nord, I've heard Nerd used. Skyrim belongs to the Nords. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Nerd used more to describe people who are in like Dungeons and Dragons, Pokemon, um, Star you know, whatever. But like, that's a good definition of like geek is more like you like that stuff, but you're not really like mm. smart. You know, counterpoint, I mean, geek squad. Best Buy. I think that's just a, they just picked a name to be funny. I don't remember what describes it. Yeah, so corporate over <laughs> cultural <laughs> appropriation. <laughs> well, yeah. So like geeks go to Comic Con, nerds watch Comic Con videos at work, like because <laughs> they have a job. jobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they don't live in their parents' basement. <laughs> nerds are on academic bowl team and are like valedictorians. Geeks right. are like they're playing magic at the lunch table and like they wear the same. They drop every out. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wear, wear the same clothes every day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They like go to homecoming, but they're like the first ones to arrive and the last ones to leave because they're waiting on their parents to pick them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't ever me. Okay, so with like the set, the to answer your Let's... question though about cat, I don't think she's either. Mm. I think she's Brie Larson in nerd glasses. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's she's like you know just somebody who I, I don't know. I mean, maybe somebody like that really exists who like is culturally aware but chooses not to be right? yeah so, so so like is aware of social cues but just is like i don't care about them mm-hmm. whatever whatever that would be is kind of what cats here i think like so thinking about like the crux of the episode of like oh okay we have this girl for abed we both do and like seeing how that breaks out it makes me think about how like um like okay so i remember when i was single or like you know, as a married people, man, yeah, hearing people talk about like, oh, this this guy or girl who's single or whatever, like, oh, it's it usually kind of breaks down these two groups. Of, like, you should take this person who's like, you know, a good person who like can be like a foundation for in your you. life and like, like, yeah, just like you know, good character, like loyal, present, and then you have like this other person who's like, oh, you know, here are all these things that you like. And they sort of like them, so like you should be with them. And it, it, and it's just kind of interesting how like or you know the same people, so you should date each other. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys are sort of in the same thing, so go for it. Yeah. And it's like, well, our personalities might not match, and you don't like you don't that. really look into like the implications of those two trying to form a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So our it's family like, is great partner or like <laughs> just or like combat- yeah. <laughs> We we want we want to get both of you out of the way as quickly as possible. So we're just gonna put you together, <laughs> kind of like season one when they try to force Troy and Annie as a couple, just because they, they went to school together. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or uh, yeah, I don't know what I was gonna say with that. I think it hits a little too close to home for me, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave that one. But <laughs> I I wrote down a diagram of question, but I don't I don't love it. So if you guys have a better one, we can go with that. Otherwise, I guess we can just ask mine. Um, go for I, it. I wrote. I I said, what random musical act would you plan a themed dance slash party around? So like any somewhat random, preferably not like a you know. i Taylor Swift because <laughs> I'm a Taylor. I'm a Swift. I'm, a Swift. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I like Taylor Swift. <laughs> whenever whenever she wrote that song about Jake Gyllenhaal, I I felt that because I yeah. too have dated million multiple millionaires. <laughs> Jake got what he deserves. <laughs> so I mean I, I don't know if you guys. We can just move on if you don't want no, to answer cool, that. I like it. I, like I said it. Tears for Fears. 
Mm. Uh, everybody wants to rule the world. Oh, okay. Or uh, shout. Yeah, I don't really know how I would theme the party around them, but um, if you well, how, yeah, you can't play in a dance out of Swift I just, options either. Uh, that's fair. So it'd just be like the Tears for Fears dance, and then it's just like yeah, songs, style, I guess. And that's basically like, what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just because mm-hmm. Sophie B. Hawkins dance is just piano, them you know? playing their music. Um, I would do probably that really based off like the first album of theirs, but like hitting at the disco that first album that had like um i write sins my tragedy yeah and like all those songs because like back then it was like it was like 10 percent steampunk like 30 percent masquerade party like 50 percent just like regular punk and they kind of like they they had that style like with the music and with like their clothes that they wore for like mm-hmm. their that tour and everything so you could like really that. make a dance out of it, people it yeah. yeah and so it's like you can kind of like you can you can take that picture and extrapolate it all the way like oh everybody wear like vest and like uh eyeliner yeah <laughs> black eyeliner and like yeah stuff like that that's so, a good answer yeah. that's a really good answer i don't think i really have a good one because my my natural one is to be like oh 21 pilots because that's <laughs> that's the only thing i talk about um i don't think i mean i i talk about it in real life i don't think i've talked about it on the pod i was a huge twitch foot guy uh for a long time and i feel like Especially if you're looking at like the earliest stuff, like Dare You to Move was like probably mm-hmm. like their biggest biggest hit. So I feel like a lot of people who who know of the band, they know of it because of Dare You to Move and Meant to Live. And so they could like show up and play and be playing stuff from like, you know, twenty fifteen and people like play play Dare You to Move. Play Mr. Brightside. Which, what was the one that was in Spider Man? Uh, uh Meant to Live. Yeah. It was in Spider Man two. Yeah. Which would actually it wasn't actually in the movie. It was like a trailer. Or they something, had like right? a, yeah, music video trailer yeah. video, which is really weird. But I, no, that's a good answer too. If like that early like Early two thousands, like mid two thousands, switch kind of foot. Cool mm-hmm. like yeah, music, you'd have like, like uh, uh, what's it, Reliant K, Reliant K show up, yeah. Goo Goo Dolls <laughs> would make an appearance. Not for like, me, not for with Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, they toured with Goo Goo Dolls. They're not a Christian band, though. They're right? not. Yeah, yeah but that's super. Cool. That's why our mom was like, God, that switch foot. They're not a good band because they toured with the Goo Goo Dolls. And my dad was like, Well, that doesn't mean that they're. <laughs> I feel like she was confusing Goo Goo Dolls with the Pussycat Dolls. I think so too. <laughs> They're completely different bands. Yeah, right. yeah. Goo Goo Dolls is just an alternative band. I like, mom, can you name a Goo Goo Dolls song at all? Yeah, because I can't. Oh wait, is Iris? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so look at that. I can name one, at least one. Don't want to see me. the class, I had Britta. Um, yeah. I know Christian mentioned he thought she was annoying. I thought she was okay in this episode. I actually, I mean, she kind of got a rare dub. Right, you're and a Britta so I get that. I am, and I, she she made a mistake, but like, she then she like committed to the bit of like I'm gonna. Like do it, go yeah. with this, and like I don't want to prove, admit I'm wrong. I'm kind of relatable. I don't know. I feel like I kind of could relate to that. I mean, I've never. I think the fact dance, that she asked Pierce for help made it a little bit better, and rather than like her pushing everybody away who's trying to help. Yeah, because if if she would have done that, like no, I don't want your help. I'm gonna do it myself. Exactly. And then she, it fails. Then I'm like, then I wouldn't feel bad for mm-hmm. her. But I think the fact that like, I yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. I mean, I I you know take it or leave it. I can see how she'd be annoying because she's kind of like just so. Bullheaded, so yeah, so bullheaded, and of course, like, of course, we get the Brita, like, oh, females should this sexism. I don't think about uh, say, uh, Sadie Hawkins dances, <laughs> I could get, but props for her for committing to the bit, you know, for the whole actually planning a dance. I little, little quick, I, I forgot to put it in my A, but I like whenever um, Kevin, yeah, Kevin is doing the Tonight's Sadie Hawkins dance is sponsored by Hawthorne Wives for the little lady who knows her place in the kitchen. <laughs> and the Sophie B. Hawkins dance is sponsored by Hawthorne Wives, perfect for wiping off the dashboard of your 1992 Subaru. Like, <laughs> that's pretty good. I had a Abed lead in the class. Um, I, yeah, just um, I liked what was going on between him and Brie Larson. Um, yeah, Brie Larson on the show is pretty each good. Other. Uh, unlike, I'm a, I'm a sucker for like um, serendipitous like romance and like, Oh, no! Should have been. Yeah, I just I like the, the little meet cute of two days. You know, the, she's helping them and all yeah. that stuff. If that happened yeah. to me in real life, like I'd marry that person. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but th- those are the things you're like. But why can't that happen in real life? It's yeah. Okay. <laughs> Am I going crazy? Was this the episode where they had Pavel pour water on Abed's head? Did I? That was season five when they did the. Um, VHS game. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. I, I knew it was with her. I just I thought it was this episode. And it didn't happen. That does happen. Pavel. <laughs> Doctor. Real bad, bros. 
<laughs> I said Pierce was leading the class solely because she actually was able to get Sophie B. Hawkins to come to the dance. Yeah. Because he was like, yeah, I felt bad for Berta the way you're being a jerk to her. And she basically, basically he was like commending her, like, you know, resourcefulness and her sitting out to do something that she said, she said she was going to do. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like Pierce did anything bad in this episode. Yeah. He doesn't so. do a lot, but what he does is pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's a win for Pierce if he doesn't do anything bad. Yeah. It's a pretty low bar. It's the equivalent of every like white guy getting you know chosen as a boyfriend. Like as long as you're not a terrible person, mm-hmm. you're you're pretty good to go. <laughs> um so for extra credit, not really anything specifically trivia related, but like Sophie B. Hawkins, people are like, Oh yeah, Sophie B. Hawkins, oh yeah, Jen Michael Vincent. Like <laughs> I, she's one of those artists that makes me realize like I don't really or like tears for fears and like I don't really know music. Like I'm not, I, I don't like I don't have like a you know oh late nineties they were like an, an alt rock you know sort of band. I I I pick my musicians and I listen to them very closely and then like other than that, like, I really don't know. You know I I confuse Led Zeppelin and Leonard Skinner. Like I, I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, and I I think part of it is the whole like you know hipsterous hip hipster kind of thing of like if more people know about the music that I like then like feels less special. And like mm-hmm. and I and I it used to be like a source of like gatekeeping that I did like it definitely was in high school but now it's more of just like I don't know like there was like Luke Combs was in Kansas City last night and I was like but would it really be fun to go to a giant concert like that like are you really going for the music or are you just going because it's an event I there's like I've been hearing advertisement for Ed Sheeran coming to Arrowhead right. or, like, like, or like Taylor who Swift? actually is an Ed Sheeran fan that's you know okay. there's like okay Ed Sheeran Bruno Taylor Mars. Taylor, um, I can kind of see because there's, I mean, it's she has a weird following of kind of like same to Beyonce fans, not quite as bad, but there's some like weird, whatever. But yeah, anyway, yeah, continue. but like yeah, Ed Sheeran, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, a uh, little bit of Coldplay, like those are the kind of like the, those very like their performances, not necessarily concerts. But like okay, let's let's compare those like four to like Taylor Swift. So my wife is a Swifty, like and like I was we were talking about this. Because you hear people all the time, like, I'm not really a big Taylor Swift person. Well, it's like, okay, you're just not part of the fandom. And the, and the thing is, like, oh, why is Taylor so big? Because the fandom is so big. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's like comic books. It's like, well, I'm not really into comic books. Well, okay, that's, like, not your, that's not your jam. Mm-hmm. But, like... There are people who are in it. Yeah. And that's why they're so popular. Because, like, there's so many people who are into it. And there are so many people who are into the movies. And committed to it, to buying the yeah. All the stuff. And yeah. like you're just not in the group because you're not you don't like mm-hmm. what the group has to offer. Right. And so it's like, oh how how is she so big? It's like, yeah, well just because you know. you, just because you don't see it doesn't mean nobody else does. A- exactly. Yeah. And so way to put it. But then those other like artists like Bruno Mars, like I don't know anybody who's like oh a Bruno Mars like, you know, we're Marzies <laughs> Mar- <laughs> Marziac like Yeah, Marziac like yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, that's like a good a, point. A Martian, like yeah. <laughs> Martian. Have you guys seen the like Matt Reif? They're a big like he's, yeah. He blew up out of nowhere. And I was like, I can't get Matt Reif's tickets. He's gonna get like, don't go. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I promise you. And I actually uh, I don't promise because that's like in a couple years he's gonna get canceled. Like we're gonna find out he's a terrible human being. <laughs> like he's gonna be like the meme of the week in twenty twenty three. Like it's okay. If he's gonna be tickets. the yodeling Walmart kid. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like. But hey, he came to the Northwestern Community College. So. <laughs> True. He, he 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 opened up for uh, the Eli Young band. Yeah. Right. Whoa. Okay, uh, cool. But uh, yeah. But so so like, I guess I I'm I'm a quality over quantity person. I am just like, and music is definitely one of those things because you know I may or may not have a couple of couple of songs that I've released or something, but <laughs> like you you can you can be a fan like a like a hovering fan of like sports teams because mm-hmm. it's so universal like. Music is something that like can speak to you specifically because it's unique to every person. And so like, I don't know. I, I, I'm in the minority of this. And so I'm like, I'm not going to be on my soapbox, but um, yeah. So it be Hawkins. I was like, I have never heard of this person, but other people have. So like, cool. Um, I actually hadn't heard of her either though, to be fair. Same, like, yeah. It's kind of one of those like nineties. I think she was big. Nineties, like, nineties like, uh, lesbian culture. I think was kind of like mm. when that was starting to become more of a norm. Is she, the she was kind of, of a, like Kate Bush. Like people didn't really care about Kate Bush until she was in Stranger Things, kind of like that. A little bit, I think. But I think that song, "I Wish I Was Your Lover," I'd heard that like in a commercial or like a little bit growing up. Right. But I didn't. But, I never knew who it was. Right. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it, it, one, of, like a one hit wonder. Well, I think it's kind of right? you had you had to be there. I think kind Not of like sure. Hanson was like a big thing in the late nineties. Yeah. You know? And like yeah. you don't, know, they literally haven't released a song in like twenty years. But like when Hanson came out, it was like they had like a it was like a three brothers I think right yeah yeah like a boy band they had like it was literally a one hit wonder, mm-hmm. and 
like if you were there at that time alive at that time it was like a huge deal Mm -hmm. um so do you think that one hit wonders are kind of like a thing of the past like okay because like i can think of okay like pharrell williams like he still makes music but i think he's known for happy or um who's saying rude magic magic like they're kind of one hit like yeah Mm -hmm. but i feel like in the last like decade or so I feel like more most of the one hit wonders are from like the mid 2010s. I don't feel like in the last several years there have been artists that they have one good song and then nobody ever hears about them. I think more what I'm seeing is okay, like Lizzo. Like I feel like they had one explosive song and now they're big. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I see more of that than I see like one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say also like it's different now because you TikTok, SoundCloud, like we make right, jokes about exactly. it. Like, it's hard. It's hard to be a one hit wonder. Like because you can have such access to it exactly. Whereas like, like with radio, it's like they're picking the song selection for you. Like if you're saying one hit isn't like they had one song that made it to the top forty or whatever on the radio, that still exists. Mm-hmm. But like even I'm trying to think of an example of like, um, uh, what's the guy that sang? Uh, I can't think of the song right now. Um, uh, Happy Place. It was a song that was on the radio for like three weeks. Oh, I don't even. I don't think I even. I don't think. It, I, even it, it, I mean, it was on like for a couple of weeks and like. I think he, I'm pretty sure he was like a TikTok guy, maybe at first. Um, but, or even the, there's like this numb little bug. Have you guys heard that one on the radio? It's I'm a TikTok sure, yeah. song. There's like TikTok artists are big things, right? right. We, yeah. Whatever yeah. Is your, your, Astronaut on the Ocean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's like, Ask Wolf, right? And like yeah. that song was huge for like a month or two months. Mm-hmm. And like that was probably a one hit thing. I'm, I don't know if he's ever going to have another song that's like on the radio like that, but he still has a following now because of that song, mm-hmm. because people can access it. Like Kate Bush was a one-hit wonder, I guess, back in the day. I'm, I'm guessing she was considered at the time. Yeah. Um, and, like, but unless you, like, bought her CDs, like, it was such a small niche No, that makes thing. sense. There wasn't a community. There wasn't online the internet. It's of, like, it's Reddit like, and Discord, you know. It used to be it, this, the artist got released into the air and then they kind of evaporated. Now it's, like, mm-hmm. you get, like, microdosed and then they still yeah. have the source for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the currency of today is attention. So it's, like, yeah. if you, like, let's take Lizzo, for example. Like, obviously, Lizzo put out an album after that right. song that blew up or whatever but she also consistently posts on social media mm-hmm. became a controversy because of her weight and how she was dressing and, and stuff the, like that she's in ads now right? yeah she's in ads now like she's in the she commercial yeah she commercialized herself so it's like played james madison's crystal flutes or somebody's yeah something yeah. like that so it's like yeah like making yourself like part of the conversation and like keep yourself in people's eye and like oh you're saying like the micro dosing mm-hmm. kind of thing like mm-hmm. that's that's the currency of it like I was watching a video about like, oh, what should people do on like, you know, how people should use Instagram and Twitter and all this. People like, dude, just post, 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 like three times a day, like just post. Like it's Mm -hmm. not even about how good the content is itself. Yeah, it's just about frequency and seeing it because like eventually, like it's like a, a, you know, it's like an ad for a new spicy chicken sandwich somewhere. It's like, eventually you're like, I'll try it out. Like, right. it's only four bucks. I'm, I mean, I'm we all, we all hated the, the, bar- the Burger King ads, but I've had more Burger King. Than <laughs> exactly. And I swear, dude, they are making those commercials worse on purpose. Yeah. I swear they I think are. They, well, I mean, I think meme culture is, that's the thing. Has yeah. become a thing. Like yeah. people talked about it and ragged on it, but you're right. I've gone more often since that <laughs> thing, not necessarily because of that, but it's more in your mind. Now. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, Burger King is a thing. Like people are making fun of it, but it is I a go, brand. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You think, you think they'll give you a discount if you sing it into the, they better. They better. <laughs> sing it into the, give me half off or something. <laughs> Junior double triple. <laughs> Five bucks. Never give you, right? Well, they say that every time that you go up, like, well, and I'm just want to be like, I'm so sorry that they're making, they're, you're not getting paid to say that, but they're making you. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Pretty recently, we went to a restaurant with our grandparents, and they they do this thing where every hour they play a country song, and then all the wait staff gets into a line and they start dancing. They do like a oh dance. my goodness! <laughs> and we were there, and they were right behind us. Like our table was like in the aisle, and so they were all walking, right, and they were dancing. And obviously, these are all like you know nineteen twenty year olds, and they're getting paid Middle eight bucks an hour yeah. or nothing at all, and they are getting forced to dance. And this, I mean, we were there for around two hours, so they they did it twice. And both times our grandma was sitting there and she was like, smile, smile while you're dancing. And then they, they were just like, oh, because I remember she walked out. She was like, I could tell they just didn't want to do it, but it'd be better if they smiled. And I was trying to be like, grandma, like, they're not getting paid to do that. Like, yeah. they, like <laughs> they're not, they're getting paid to wait. 
and serve people, not to perform. Like, mm-hmm. tip them really well, and they might smile. Like, like, yeah. So, like, the job's already hard enough, right? Don't you know, right? And, and then they have to get up there and dance and memorize a dance. And, and it's like, just so like it's, it's it's obvious that yeah, somebody who's like of a certain generation, <laughs> such as our grandparents, would say that like. <laughs> Well, I don't. I, nobody wants to work these days. They don't want to work at this restaurant. Like, well, because mm-hmm. then you're forced to, yeah, sit on a saddle and tell people happy birthday and dance <laughs> in a line. Uh, that was a long tangent. Now I have another that was a tangent. Good tangent. Another, I have tangent. a separate tangent yeah. for you. Um, Shirley is trying to set up Abed with a girl from her church, and I feel like I've heard that as a a single, you know, guy. I've been single for most of my life, like, or I was at least, or you know, wherever it is. And people are always been like, oh, yeah, you just got to go to a new church. And there are plenty of single women. And, uh, you know, one of them is going to be the right one for you there. And I'm like, but every time I go to a new church, all the girls that are single there are kind of like, they, yeah. You are, <laughs> there is a reason why those women are single. <laughs> there, there, There is a reason why those women are single. I don't know what the reason is. I mean, obviously. Like, might be a shallow reason. Like right. Some might say. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah. but I, I just think it's funny that. That even even in secular media, that still gets perpetuated. <laughs> like, there's a nice nice young Christian girl at my church. So. Well, I was talking with um, your lover. <laughs> <laughs> Some might say recently, and well, and I asked her one straight up. I was like, okay, what is why is there so many you know Christian single Christian women in churches, and like how do we fix that? You know how do we how do we get these ladies some days and my and my lover was like men got to do it and 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 i think her point was really like that they they like, they're living in this culture where they feel like they need to be pursued exactly so like it really the way dating works you know oh, oh, over here in, in sub-saharan iowa is like <laughs> you know a girl like has to be chosen by uh, by a guy you and, have been chosen like and i was asking her like the other day i was like is is you know being chosen on a date, being paid for, being picked up, all that, is it does it feel like a sort of like a rite of passage? Like, oh, I'm finally part of the group, I'm finally in. Because like many women don't really experience that. And many women don't experience like a great version of that too. And so it's it's interesting to think like um like at the end of the day, like this is a this is a paradigm of like many single Christian girls and churches and then fewer single men not choosing them that doesn't seem to get doesn't seem like it's going to get uh, any better anytime soon too bad if if I may if I may uh, I'm going to say I'm, I kind of I kind of rambled off there so no no I, I get it I one, one thing I don't know if I've mentioned this in the pod already or not but for 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 on behalf of my single Christian gentlemen out there it doesn't feel very fair that you do meet these Christian girls who say like you know, I just want I just want someone who's going to lead me, somebody who's yeah. got a heart for the Lord, and you know, man, man of God. And like, I know a lot of guys who are like, yeah, super hardcore, like for their faith, like well versed in like what it's like to live like a sacri- sacrificial life. But they're also like five nine, maybe have glasses, <laughs> are short kings, short kings, right? <laughs> or, or, or something like that. And so it's like to those Christian girls, like that matters to them. But like that's like the the footnote of like they already like they already want somebody who's six foot. Mm-hmm. and athletic and muscular and like played um high school baseball like mm-hmm. they don't say that because that sounds very secular and very shallow but they're already expecting that yeah. on top of you know a christian guy so like so it's like they're they're secular dating with the added label of like christian dating so mm-hmm. like on behalf of those christian guys who have been through that i'm just like just just say what you mean like just if if you have those things you're looking for in a guy just say that mm-hmm. you're not you're not a worse person for saying that but don't yeah. don't you're a worse my... person for not saying it. exactly exactly like you might be a good christian for saying that but you're not a good person for saying for not saying <laughs> it um, well and like so the classic example is like there's you know there's a cake there's the icing there's the sprinkles and like you know the cake what's you know the ingredients <laughs> to the cake is yeah like strong christian like good family right um good head on the shoulders makes good decisions the icing is you know play height, baseball play right. ba- athletic you know has friends has it's a lot so of friends true. stuff like that and they real and uh, yeah the thing is you know they 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 say they just want cake but they really want the but, icing yeah, and sprinkles they, they want the icing and the sprinkles but they feel guilty and saying they, they want the icing and the sprinkles because yeah. it sounds like indulgent like indulgent 
And there's nothing wrong with liking like an icing. Right. I love and, icing. It, yeah. You know, thank God for icing. But you got to be honest. Icing and the cake. Yeah. But icing isn't. Uh, yeah. Icing is not cake. Mm-hmm. You know. And the icing and, shouldn't be bigger than the cake. Amen. <laughs> and you can't. Yeah. Don't be in denial that you want the icing. On. Yeah. <laughs> Good, I think we just solved. I think we just solved Christian dating right there. Do you guys have any extra concerns about the episode? <laughs> uh, I think we're. I think we're ready for a marked and read in conclusion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I in conclusion, I um, well, I also we talked. We haven't really mentioned Brie Larson's character. Um. Say what you want about Brie Larson. I know people have mixed feelings about her. I think Rachel is a good character for the show. And I I am glad that the writers, I mean, for all the crap season four gets of writing, they could have messed up. Okay, so they they make basically make Rachel like not not specifically a mirror image of Abed, but Mm -hmm. a good compliment to Abed. Mm -hmm. And they could have just like made Abed as a female. And I don't know. They kind of like with Robin. Who's Robin? The um, secret service agent. Oh right, yeah. Oh um, yeah. So like, I feel like Rachel is a good like she gets Abed's references. She gets that he's doing the double date, uh, two dates at once trope, and like, but she's not. I don't know. Say this like she doesn't exist solely to compliment Abed. Exactly. Like she is a mm-hmm. person that's her own character, but she just makes a she is a good fit for him. Mm-hmm. And I they could have really messed up her character. I feel like, and you know, it, but I think it actually like you it makes sense that this actually could work for Abed. like you know they tried robin they tried uh um i can't remember the the, the girl whenever the librarian well the librarian or the girl that right that draws a picture of they, they think it's abed it's in the, the book you oh, know yeah, white, but it's oh, actually white, white, abed. white abed yeah it's like brown joey <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like that you know like that feels a little forced um that was more like that and again like this pointed episode is like the group thinks they know what abed wants and a girl I think he needs a girlfriend to be happy, and maybe he, you know, he needs he wants a relationship, but he needs the right person, and Rachel is that right person for him. So I'm glad that they wrote her well, and also like as an enjoyable character. Um, all in all, though, seven out of, seven and a half out of ten actually. Um, it's not really that funny of a of an episode, but I I'm, Abed's plot is entertaining, um, and like I said, I am happy that he has a potential relationship with a character Paramore. that. A paramour, yes, that that is a good compliment for him. I give it eight out of ten for similar reasons. Yeah, like I like um, Brie Larson in, in this episode. I think it's fun, and um, yeah, like the stuff, like the Sophie Hawking stuff. Like, yeah, it's cool to see Brie get a win, and like it's nice in the shows when like the thing that like you know they're chasing after, like oh this person, this person that's that shouldn't you know be here or whatever, or this thing that shouldn't happen actually does happen. Like that's nice, like. Nice to you know get mm-hmm. a guest star in. It and... may not be super realistic. Yeah, but it's but like... like whenever I, I I see enough realism in, in reality. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me dream. So yeah. that's what I got. I'm gonna give it a uh, break my stride by Matthew Strider. I don't even have an, an out of. I just it's a nice. I like the song. It's from like the 80s or 90s. Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Mm-hmm. Right. Ain't I, nothing gonna. We're talking about you know Sophie Hawkins and. Like it's complimentary. Like I, I don't think I don't think it's everybody's one hit wonder, but it's it's pretty good. You know, it it's, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, greatest one hit wonder of all time is that what I like big butts. Is it uh, Ice Ice Baby? Ice Ice. Ooh, yeah, I that's ice probably. Ice baby. So I'm gonna give yeah. it a break my strata of Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, Maybe. I think it just depends on your your genre right. reference. Mm-hmm. But somebody that I used to know. <laughs> yeah, you know that. Yeah, that's one too. Um. I can't even think of any other one-hit wonders. Right I mean, now. the '80s was full of them, but right. I'm right, right, blanking right now for some reason. I mean, Karma uh, uh, Chameleon. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, never gonna give you up. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. one. That's oh, one of the biggest too. Sure, yeah. That one's sure. transcended one-hit wonders. Yeah, it's just like it's on some meme culture. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll give I'll give it a break. My stride out of. Uh, <laughs>